on SEN. This is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Shandor Earl and Cooper Johns back for another week of the Melbourne Storm Hour. The Purple Army is building for 2019. Melbourne, you're our city and we're your club. Any four Melbourne Storm home games for only $99. Call 1300 Storms now and be Melbourne proud in 2019. Shandor, Cooper, uh, hello, boys. Great to be here, mate. Seven days is getting too long, this talk of a morning show. But uh, as I said, <laughs> lovely to see you again. Were you disappointed that, because Gary and Tim have gone on holidays and Jackie Heverin and Nikki Del Santo have been uh, put in to the breakfast position, were you sort of thinking that that was going to be you? Yeah, I mean, it's it's very disappointing, but it's a poor move um, from the top of SEN. Down, so. <laughs> we were not told of that switch as well, so we, maybe we should be on the email list or something. Nor no, should you have been. Uh, Cooper, it's been a big week for you. Last week we broke a massive story here that was picked up on foxsports.com. Huge scoop. Huge scoop. Uh, it went all around the rugby league world, nay, the sporting world, that you'd been upgraded to an official senior listed player at the Storm. How's your life changed in the last week? Um, yeah, not a whole heap, Sammy. I've been sitting by the phone waiting for some, uh, you know, very important people to call me, but, uh, no, it's, uh, it's, it's going all right. A little bit more coin in the pocket, which is going good. Oh, Shouted go. the boys a feed today, so it was good. Did you? Maccas? Uh, just a couple Sundays, mate, actually. Couple, okay. Yeah, a couple of McFlurries it was. Okay, so not a full meal. Not a full meal. Not that rich yet. <laughs> wow, well, I didn't get anything. I'm still waiting. Oh, I'm still no. Waiting a little coffee. Mm, well, well, we'll talk about this. Actually, great question, Sammy. What kind of coffee do you drink? It's, I'm a long black. Says a lot. Oh, wow. oh, of course you are. Yeah. Well, what does that that's mean? That's a euphemism, isn't it? Says, a, says it? a lot. <laughs> that's oh, I just oh, well, I've got a milk issue that milk makes me feel sick. So lactose intolerant. I don't know if, if that's it. I don't think that is it. It's uh, something else. Medically, that's it. No, no. There, there's other things that can be. No, I, mean, I don't think milk just upsets your stomach. I think you're does. lactose intolerant. Is it something you don't want to? Uh, what, no, no. No, no. Well, that's that's why I don't have milk. So I don't release anything on here. Yeah, right. Did you Cooper? get that one? Coffee? Uh, I don't drink coffee. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's I'm a hot chocolate man. Yeah, well, that also says a lot about mm. your maturity levels. <laughs> All right, mate. <laughs> you, well, you've asked everyone else, what do you drink, mate? You're probably a latte man or something. Uh, actually, a piccolo. You've probably oh, I was about to say that. <laughs> I was about to say that. Wow. Yeah, wow, well, indeed. Whatever, Shandor. Upper class. Hey, plenty to get through. We want to go through the State of Origin sides because there's been uh, some big surprises and some big news for one of our favourites on this show. Um, we'll get to that in just a moment. We are going to be speaking to uh, Kevin Walters' son, Billy Walters, <laughs> uh, before the end of the show. So it'd be great to get his perspective on how life at the Storm is and how uh, Dad's going uh, with the series locked at one all. Yeah, obviously it's a shame we couldn't get Kevy on, but uh, we'll settle for second best and take yep. his son. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, T-Bone of the Week will be back uh, just before... 8 o'clock, so one three hundred seven three six seven three six or zero four double three nine eight eleven sixteen. if you'd like to nominate someone for T-Bone of the Week. A great win against the Roosters in Adelaide mm. last week. Uh, six points clear now on top of the ladder of the storm. What was the uh, Adelaide experience like? You had, Did you head over, Shandor, because you yes. were the 18th man? Yes, yes, I did. Uh, Best 18th and, man in the game. That's right. Another mm. win from the 18th position. Uh, <laughs> no, look, it was great. It was a... I, I was really surprised about the precinct there at Adelaide Oval. Beautiful. Mm, it's great. I'd love to know what the lawn is, actually, the type of grass, because it was phenomenal. I've never seen grass like it. Mm. I know that's not really that interesting to some, but for me, I was very surprised. Like, so grippy and just, it was just beautiful. I don't know if you've ever yeah, been able is. to touch a no. surface or you've just seen it from the yeah. box. It's Peruvian. It's Peruvian grass. Yeah, right. Of course. Yeah, the yeah, old Im- Peruvian yeah, grass. Yeah, it's imported from Peru. Yeah, they make great, great grass in it is. Um, Peru. It, is that true? Yeah, it is. 
It's called Peruvian Peruvian Sea Breeze. Zero four double three nine eight eleven sixteen. If someone can just check if that's actually true. It is true. I know I know grass. I, I know, know grass. grass. How do you how do you know grass and we'll keep this above board? I know grass, mate. <laughs> the grass go a long way about the grass. Peruvian Peruvian Sea Breeze. How do I struggle with that word? Peruvian Sea Breeze. No, it was a great game. Uh, as I said, awesome place, Adelaide. I actually was quite a fan of the city. We got to cruise down there a little bit earlier and then uh great win against the Roosters. Obviously, uh, grand final rematch clash. They got us early on in the season. It was nice to get a win against them uh, in Adelaide. So good trip overall. Uh, this weekend, round 16, Thursday night, away, St. George Illawarra at Wollongong. Yes. Now, before we get to you, Cooper, because there's more big news for you. You're, it's almost like you're hogging it uh, last couple of weeks, but we're very, and we're very excited for you. Yeah. It's, this is a big week for you because there's six players out of the side that are on, on origin duties, and we'll get to that in a minute. But all things going well, and you get through training, Shandor, there is a milestone coming up for you if you get named, and it looks like you will be named in the actual side to play. What is this milestone? Uh, 50 NRL matches. I was stuck on 48 for probably five and a half years, but we finally got there. <laughs> I wonder if that's the longest that somebody's been stuck on a, a number of games for before they got to actually reach a milestone. Like, how long were you on the same amount of games for until you were able to tick another one over? Yeah, I reckon it would be close. There was actually yep, another lad that debuted in round one for the Storm, Tom Eisenhuth, who had a debut when he was 18 or 19, That's had a right. long layoff in and out of the system, and then finally got a crack. So we'd be quite close, but, mate, that's a long time. You know, I'm getting getting around that market around 22, 23 is pretty, pretty good, pretty average, but... Uh, yeah, to hit 50, it, it's cool. It's just a reflection of the times and the things I've been through. So it's a, it's a good little moment for myself. Well, congratulations. Thank and you. you'll be able well to share your 50th Thanks, game we uh, love you. with our special guest that's coming up in a couple of segments' time, uh, Kevin Walters, son, son. Billy, <laughs> uh, and Solomon Akate. Is that almost, I've said that right, haven't I? Solomon Kate. No, Solomon Akata. Kata. Okay. <laughs> uh, so they'll be debuting as well. Um, Origin teams. When they yes. announced this week, New South Wales have gone in unchanged. So our man, uh, Harukan Fanukan, he stays in. Boom. Mm-hmm. And there's been a massive announcement in terms of Queensland's state of origin team in, in terms of the Melbourne Storm. And I know you guys love this man, but the dugong is in. Yeah, it's a strange one. I mean, the inclusion of, uh, we've spoken about in the past, you know, some more ferocious types or references to animals, but... To include for a sudden death match a dugong, <laughs> a.k.a. sea cow, it's an odd choice. But who are we speaking about? For him. Who are we speaking about, please? Welshy. Christian Welsh. The great there you Christian go. Welsh. The greatest interchange forward of all time. Mm. He's making his origin debut. So how was that news received from the boys? It would have been a pretty big moment. Uh, it was just, we got a text. Um, when was it? When did we get the text? Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. Sunday and Im- almost immediately after the text, all the boys... Messaged the group and said, you know, well done, Welshie. Everyone was getting behind him a lot. Calling him the Dugong, the Sea Cow, taking the, you know, the Mickey out of him a little bit. But we're all happy for Welshie. It's well deserved after everything he's overcome, and uh, we hope he gets out there and goes good, but not too good from no, New South Wales' right. perspective. So go good, son, but not too I good. Hope Christian has a good game, but then there's a loss for the Maroons. Yeah. Okay, so play well, but not well enough to inspire the team no. to victory. That's right. Yeah. And and another little change there, the great Cameron Munster looks like he's going to be at fullback. So mm. uh, it's been a while. I think it's – I don't know how long it's been since he's played fullback. Three years, I think. Three, Three years. Yeah. But the freak that he is – I guarantee he goes out there and just kills it. He's he's a uh, as I said, he's a freak. It's going to take a monster effort, and we'll talk more about it next week before the game, which is yep. next week Wednesday night. But no, Kalen Ponga, 
Jared Wallace and Dylan Napa have been dropped, which is why Kristen Welsh has got a chance to get in. Corey Norman comes into the squad as well to make his origin debut. It all sort of seems to be lining up for New South Wales, but that tends to be historically where Queensland strike out of nowhere. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, game one was a really, uh, really good example of that in terms of Queensland being underdogs, it being in Queensland, which was probably the kicker. Mm. You never want to play a Queensland sign as underdogs, but I feel like off the back of game two and it's in Sydney, no doubt Queensland are going to be a different team. You're going to see it from the kickoff, as we spoke about last week. You're going to see a different team. It's going to be back and forth, but I think New South Wales will be able to do it with the momentum from game two. It's it's a bit weird how it's all role reversal now. Like, I remember six years ago, five years ago, Queensland were getting into New South Wales, how we would chop and change after a game like that. And now, you know, they get beat 36 to 4 and now they've changed their side and it's sort of almost like, you know, it's lining up for us. But, you know, these guys go that good at origin. Anything could happen. They could flog us. The biggest, I suppose, the most important position on the ground, a lot of people say, apart from the forwards, because they've got to set you up, but is the play from the halves. So and if, wingers and wingers. No one's ever nah. said that. Uh, if Cameron Munster goes to fullback, then who's the halves pairing then for Queensland? It's got to be Cherry Evans and Norman, you'd yeah. think. Yeah. I not Michael Morgan? You wouldn't put him I back there? I think they'll keep him out in the centre. I don't, they haven't got enough depth in the outside backs to bring someone else in and put him in the centres. No. So I think they'll yeah. keep him there. I'm glad we've asked uh, our good friend Cooper Johns about playing in the halves at origin level because there is a curtain raiser, <laughs> Shandor. Yes. There is a curtain raiser to this game. It's the Queensland under-20s taking on the New South Wales under-20s. So biggest stage in rugby league, maybe even in Australian sport, is state of origin. And the pre-game will be the under-20s clash. Our man here. Last week, we announced that he's now a fully-fledged senior member at the Melbourne Storm. This week, he's been named at 5'8 for New South Wales, if oh, you don't mind. it doesn't stop. Just rolling on the uh, hashtag the 38th. Uh, he's doing big things. So <laughs> a uh, top 30 squad was a great reward for his form this year, and the under-20 selection is uh, it's very fitting. So I'm very excited to see Cooper get that. It's, uh, it's something that, even though it's under-20s, you, you hold really special, and it's a um, good reflection of his performances this year. Of course, your uncle um, played in the halves for New South Wales. Your father played in the halves for New South Wales. And now you will play in the halves for New South Wales. How are you feeling, mate? It's been a big couple of weeks. It's been a big couple of weeks. Yeah, it is a little bit weird thinking about that, that, uh, you know, both the father and the uncle played for New South Wales. And it'll be the first real, um, you know, first real crack in a New South Wales jersey. So I'm just keen to get out there and rip in with the boys. We'll wear it with pride, mate. Yeah, we'll wear it with pride. You know, keep the legacy going. Need to get your help on this because, and congratulations again, mate. We're, we're very happy for you, Cooper Johns. You've got another teammate who's been selected to come up against you for Queensland. Now, his first name is Tino. Yep. What's um, his last name? Well, that's a great question. Can I'm you wondering pronounce if you it? can. I'll, give, I'll have a go. Because I know how to pronounce it. I just want to see if you can. Fa'asuamalia'ui. <laughs> oh, you were close. Oh, close. I thought he had it there. I thought the last bit was wrong. It's Fa'asuamalia'ui. Yeah. Fa'asu Malawi. Yeah. Tino Fa'asu Malawi. This is the official, because I've even been sent audio from the Melbourne Storm today, right. how to say it officially. And this is how we're supposed to say Tino's name. Fa'asu Malawi. Fa'asu Malawi. Fa'asu Malawi. I think I was ever wrong. The L. <laughs> I think yeah, you, you were wrong too. Fa'asu Malawi. Let's go Fasua. again. Hang on. Fa'asu Malawi. Fa'asu Malawi. <laughs> Fasua Malawi. Yes. Fasula, Fasua Malawi. Yes, there we go, boys. 
He's Samoan. I like how you're saying, there you go, boys. You haven't said it yet. Fasua Malaawi. Okay, well, there you go. That's, yeah. uh, well, I, did, I, just, I did that before the uh, recording. Well. Practice. <laughs> Practice. So well done to you and to Tino. Um, just coming through on the Twitter, at Chandoriel, at Sports Capital, not only is it a reflection on the trials and tribulations you've been through, but also your strength and resilience. That's uh, coming through on the Twitter from Paul Sarong. Uh, about you, your 50th game, Shandall, yes. which is this weekend, 50th NRL game. So that's a nice one. It is. Uh, Thanks, Paul. Kevin Walters' son, Billy, still to join us on uh, the Storm Hour. Um, but, guys, when you're not playing at the top level, you both represent the Sunny Coast Falcons, who were on a ripping run of 14 straight wins, but the wheels have fallen off, it seems. Yeah, it has, it does seem that way. Um, unfortunately, you know, a few of the boys were out and Cooper – couldn't continue the streak. Uh, couldn't just put it on his back for one game, <laughs> oh, unfortunately. Mate. But uh, look, it's been a great run. And as I said to the boys, I threw out a little text in the group message. It's not boxing. Undefeated records aren't every day. So I think for what we've done, it's, an, it's a phenomenal effort. And um, really, it takes the pressure and the monkey off the back coming mm. into finals. You know, to have that tag of undefeated probably adds a little bit more weight and pressure that you don't need. So I think it's a, it's okay at this time of the year, but that dream of the undefeated run and, mm. and the premiership would have been pretty cool. So I was looking at the ladder the other day. We've won 14 in a row, but we're only four points clear. Mm. I, I mean, it's that. a good effort to show where the ladder's at in the NRL because we've – how many games we lost in the NRL? Tw- twice, is it? Um, a couple. We're six points ahead. So but Yeah, but we're, they're clear by six points. So they're, yeah. yeah, it's – uh, the Storm wow. have lost two games this year. You've won 12 from 14, and you've had a bye. Oh, wow. And two so games the clear bye. of the Rabbitohs at the moment. Yeah, Six wow. points clear of the Rabbitohs. It's a good reflection on the ladder. Like, the ladder shows that, um, you know, it's not as close in the NRL as it is up in the uh, Q Cup. So, well done to the Queensland Cup for running such a great comp. And a beautiful, inspiring message from uh, Shandor. Uh, would have been a life changer, that one. Yeah, as always. Yeah. Uh, one round to 736-736. We're going to speak about the next home game because it's going to be a massive occasion for the club. We'll tell you why on the other side of this. Billy Walter is still to join us. And we're taking your tom- nominations for T-Bone of the Week. one round to 736-736. I've got three double passes to give away to the Storm's next home game. And you want to get your hands on these because it could be one of the most memorable and iconic nights in the club's history. I'll tell you why on the other side of this, the Storm Hour on SEN. On SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Melbourne Storm debutante Billy Walters still to join us in about 20 minutes' time. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. We're taking your T-Bone of the Week nominations after that as well. It's been a big start to the Melbourne Storm Hour and the Purple Army is building for 2019. Melbourne, you're our city and we're your club. Any four Melbourne Storm home games for... Just $99. You can call 1-300-STORMS now and be Melbourne proud in 2019. We've just heard that Shandor will play his 50th career NRL game this week. We've just heard that next week Cooper Johns will represent New South Wales at 5-8 in the under-20s, the curtain raiser to the origin decider. So boys are absolutely up and about here. But all that really seems to pale into insignificance when we talk about this next man because it could be a very big week for the club next week. Uh, Home game against the Sharks. July 13th, and we've got some double passes to give away. If all things fall accordingly, Shandor Earl and Cooper Johns, that will be Cameron Smith's 400th NRL game. Mm. It's outrageous. It's just crazy to <laughs> fathom. What, what is that? I'm, a, I'm celebrating my one-eighth of Cameron's career. 
So uh, <laughs> just to put things into perspective, five years out of the game, six years out of the game, mind you. But um, I haven't even celebrated one out of four hundred. So, <laughs> so look, there's big things to come on the uh, on the storm hour. But mate, phenomenal effort. I don't know if anyone will ever reach that uh, point again. Four hundred games. My good mate Jared Croker, though, he's just hit two forty six. I think probably twenty seven, twenty eight years old. He will be one that's a smoky for the 400 mark. I don't know if he'll get to 36 years old, but Smithy's effort, uh, I think we just spoke about before off air, he's actually played 500 top-class games, which rolls in his international state of origin, all-stars. It's just unbelievable. Take us through those numbers. Yeah, so I think... Oh, hang on. 42 Origin. Oh, not in front of me. Oh, yeah, 42 no. Origin. You've got Keep three on. computers. That's right. If you could just read <laughs> yeah. off one of the monitors, Honestly, that'd mate. be great. Come on. <laughs> I thought you boys had got it up as well. You've got it all handy over there, Sammy. Just bloody do yeah. it. All right. 42 games for Queensland, 56 tests for Australia, and four appearances in the All-Star game. So he has played 500 top-flight games. Unbelievable. Crazy. How his body's still in one. Yeah, yeah. We it? were saying you have to have a good run to get to that point. Like I don't know. Like he plays hooker. You know, I don't know how much he weighs. He's eighty something kilos. He's tuckling the biggest blokes in the NRL for it the says best. Ninety part. on his Wikipedia page. Ninety, all right. GST, well, a bit of GST. Yeah. For the best part of 15, 16 years, he's been tackling the biggest blokes in the NRL, making forty plus tackles a game, killing yep. it. And you know, he stands here today, fit, healthy, another year on the contract, and at four hundred games, it's off its head. What um, does he talk to you blokes much? He wouldn't have time for. The likes of you, would he? Nah, he doesn't really have time for us, though. Mm, I tried to get a, I tried to get a picture with him yesterday, actually, <laughs> and he gave me a left-hand fan straight in the chest. Oh, he's still got a good fan. Yeah, he's um, very deceptively you, strong. Do you think you could get him on next week for his 400th game? Would he come on the Storm Hour? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, we'll get him on. We'll get a yeah. call, 100%. Mm. Or he'll dodge us. In all seriousness, what... Do, what does it is it like rocking into a, a changing rooms and and Shandor, you've been in the system for a long time and you've played with some of the best. Cooper, you're at the very start of your career. You walk in and sit down and look around and oh yep, yeah, there's Cam Smith just sitting over there. No, not so you've grown up with uh, rugby league elite, but uh, as a player, what is that like? Yeah, it's pretty special. Like, I never really got starstruck as a kid seeing rugby league players, but Except obviously Mitchell being Pierce. around, yeah, Mitchell Pierce. I love do love Mitchell Pierce. But when I probably the first day I came, not the first day, he came back about two months into preseason when I first came down last year. But when Smithy, day one when he came there, I was very starstruck actually, and yep. it was yeah. I remember sitting in the ice bars, and I was about to get out, and he he rolled in to the ice bars and I went, oh, I'll stay in here for another <laughs> ten minutes so I can chat with him. <laughs> what in there spinning stories? What have you gleaned from your your time having a chat to him? What's he's been? He's any wisdom that he's passed on to you? Yeah, he's passed on a lot of wisdom. Just little things like what he sees in a game. The game must be moving so slow for him now. Like something I noticed the other day, when he comes off at half time, it's like he's not even tired. Like he comes off and they interview him and he's still he's analysing the game for the commentators, making it their job a bit easier. But it just Crazy. must move so slow for him now. Like mid game, thirty minutes in the game, the stuff he sees, to see that when you're under fatigue, just it must be just slow motion for him. Yeah, I don't know how you can give that insight into the punter, but uh like he's we we often I talk about this with Cooper because you know we love a bit of footy chat, but it's it's understanding whether he's looking at he get, the ball is played at a point and he's thinking, okay, I know this person's made the tackle, I know where we are on the field, this is what I need to do. It's it's a bit of that, but then it's also like as Cooper said, the game is just in slow mo. Like he's controlling, he knows where he wants to be, and he's just dictating it, and it's just unbelievable. Like. I've never seen anything like it. But once you're in the inner sanctum of the storm and you get to understand how he really does things, I don't think there's any other player that has or is doing what he's able to do. So big raps. 
And I suppose the other thing that I've noticed as a, as a fan of the Storm and having watched him play for Queensland and Australia, it seems that his awareness of the critical moment, the awareness of when he's needed, it's 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 an easy comparison, but it's you feel like you're watching an episode of Superman. Like, how does he know when to show up just mm-hmm. then? Yeah, because he's seen the amount of games where he has you know been the one to make the play to win the game. It might not have been him that scored the try, but if you take the footage back, you'll go, yeah. there it was, Cam Smith. Yeah. It seems he's got an uncanny ability to know when it is time. Yeah. There's no doubt that if he wanted to move into coaching, he definitely could. Like his being in video sessions and pre-games, his analysis of things that we could be doing for the opposition is crazy. Even like, you know, Smithy wants to know what the win's like pre-game and just he's next level. I don't know if you just get bored, how football's that easy and you just want to yeah. see what the win's like just for a bit of, you know, a bit of Try a Try to laugh, make it a little bit harder for yeah. him. <laughs> Ask him to turn the win machine on. But, um, yeah, he's just, like you said, the self-awareness around games and like what, what we should be doing now and in big moments, it's crazy. Storm has also put a little promo on anyone that's born the same year as Cameron Smith gets in free. Oh, is that right? Gets wow. in free. What year is that? Uh, it was 1969, so he's, it's, he just turned 50 <laughs> this year. So well done, Smitty. That was Sammy, just a little – Sammy's hoping he can get a free ticket. <laughs> Thinking I'm actually two years older than him, uh, so I wonder if I qualify. Just be aware that that is not an officially sanctioned Melbourne Storm Anybody promotion. Anybody born in 1969, do not show up asking for a free ticket. I was just kidding. Just what, a little joke. What are the club doing, do we think, to, to make it a special occasion for Smithy? Well, you can't was, play a highlights package. We only got you'd have to get there. You'd have to get there the day before. Yeah, they're, they're screening it for two hours before the game. No, I was thinking what would be. You know what I'd love to see. I think it's great. Those Smithy faces. So like Cameron Smith's face and ever the whole crowd wears. Mm-hmm. I think that's so cool. You know, I was thinking a big Smithy banner, and he runs through his own face. Yeah, that's cool. Not yeah. just the typical yeah. like yeah. banner Smithy four hundred games. No, like run through your own. Run bloody through face. your mouth. Yeah, like run through. Just a little hole and you mouth. dive through your mouth. Given Aggressively. That, given that he's been playing uh, for about 17 years, could you get a photo of him for each year? And yeah, a different that's cool. in, And so everybody gets a Smithy face, but they get 17 Smithy faces. And as the game goes on, you just change the mm. face and, he, and the crowd ages Cameron yeah. Smith style before I'd, your eyes. I'd love to have the face when maybe he was going through a rough patch and it was like let himself go a little bit. Well, he was actually told me about a period where he had a couple of months off of the preseason. He, he grew a beard. He went into the World the Challenge Cup. He was like 94 kilos, fully bearded. Like, let, let's get that smithy made into a mask. Mm, yeah. I like that. I yeah. would wear that. I don't yeah. want to see the regular A couple one. of those big ones, though. Like, you know, the big giant faces? Yeah. Like, I want a couple of them in the crowd. I'm also thinking maybe a musical of his career at halftime. Wow. Mm. What do you think about to that? To what beat? I love it. To what I beat? don't know. You like know, a Rodgers and Hammerstein style. We, is it like um, I'm just picturing like or? just a big big showcase with like all these little smithies running around and then it's like. Maybe like James know, Blunt, Goodbye My Lover. But goodbye, my well, he's Smithy. Not, he's not dying. Yeah, but he's he's, <laughs> yeah, he's still here. He's, okay. Something a bit more upbeat. Let's. It's a celebration. <laughs> right. But yeah. a musical at halftime would be pretty cool. Pretty random. Yeah, you, like a Hugh Jackman style number yeah. where yeah. the whole celebration about his career and and it all finishes with, I suppose, is it a, a bunch of different Smithies? It, maybe it's the seventeen Smithies. Um, there's yeah. a, or like there's a the dance of the Smithies. It's a Queensland Smithy, yeah. a Australian Smithy, a Storm Smithy. <laughs> just there's something about a musical who, just gets you going plays, on your feet. Who plays Smithy in a musical? Mm. Oh, Hugh Jackman. You've Tom Cruise. <laughs> what Tom Cruise? I think, sorry, no, musical. I sorry. think I think you're. Yeah, I'm thinking who, Jack Nicholson. Maybe Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. <laughs> I don't know anyone that does musicals. Jack Nicholson could do it, mate. Hundred uh, percent. I don't know if he could. Al Pacino, maybe someone that age bracket. Mm. I mean, if it's a musical, we've got to be someone who can sing, who can dance, and who can act. 
Exactly. Um, I know Rob, exactly. Rob I know. Mills. But no, look, can do firework, it firework smoke show, that's a given. I'll be disappointed if that's not put on. But I think at the very least, Storm could splash out for 30,000 Smithy faces. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Um, Renee and Clyde saying a Smithy shirt just like for his 200th or a Smithy ball? Just one. Smithy ball? What? And then one it's ball like a ball with the face, his face is on the ball. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe maybe those big beach balls with his face and everyone just bangs around. Yeah, the they'd, oh, cool. they'd probably end up on the field though. Yeah, beach ball and a Mexican wave. Would that go Australia at Smithy's four hundred? Like, let's have a party. Let's, let's let's enjoy it. Let's soccer this thing up. Let's Premier League this thing. Let's turn up. it right up. Turn Do you the don't heat think up. we have any say? Turn at, the heat at the up, back Sam. End of the storm, and we can't produce some sort of this sort of content and production. Then you're wrong. Turn the heater on. Well, why are you Sam? telling me? Turn Go and the do heater it. on. I'll I'll see when I see results. <laughs> I'll give credit. Until then, it's just hot air, which is apparently what this show is first and foremost. On the other side of this, the son of the state of origin coach Kevin Walters, Billy Walters, Kevin. will join us on the Storm Hour on SEN. We are the storm from Melbourne town. We'll blow the others off the ground. We are the storm, and we're number one. On SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Almost time to take your T-bone of the week. Nominations, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. We'll do that in about 10 minutes' time. And for the best nominations, we've got double passes to the Storm's next home game. It's against the Sharks next Saturday, July 13th, which is shaping up to be Cameron Smith's 400th game. You don't want to miss that. History in the making. It's going to be an incredible occasion for the club, and we want to get you there. So T-Bone of the Week, not too far away. Uh, I'll tell you what, it's been great news for both of you uh, over the last couple of weeks, Shandor Earl and Cooper John. Shandor, we've spoken about the fact that it's going to be your 50th NRL game this weekend, uh, taking on St. George up in Wollongong. Yes. Cooper Johns, you're going to be playing for New South Wales next week at 5-8 in the under-20s game, so it's mm. a big deal for you. Uh, but it's a big deal as well this week for this man. Uh, we know his father, who's the, co- who's the coach of the Queensland State of Origin team, Kevin Walters. Uh, his baby boy, the apple of his eye, is Billy Walters. And he's joined us on the line because he's going to be making his debut for the Melbourne Storm this week. Hello, Billy. Congratulations, mate. Boys, thank you. Thank you. Hey, Billy. Me. How are you, mate? Speak, speak up, Bill. Good to finally get on. Apparently I've been getting nominated every week for Bloody T-Bone of the Week, so time to defend myself, I guess. We will get to that, Billy Walters, because you do have some very serious accusations to uh, answer for, and we, we, you'll get your chance to defend yourself. But, mate, on a serious note, first of all, just take us through your journey, and it's something we've spoken to Cooper about before, that when you are the son of, of and, and relative of rugby league legends, it's an interesting path to try and make your way yourself and on your own steam. Tell us a little bit about your journey and, and what it means to you now to be making your day debut this weekend for the Storm? Um, yeah, it's obviously um, something different having um, Dad uh, play in the NRL and be so successful, but he, he was never he, he never forced me to play rugby league. Um, it was always something I wanted to do, and um, he's been pretty supportive the whole way through, and I always cop a bit of flack here and there for him being my dad or me living in his shadow, but I probably wouldn't have it any other way. And, mate, what does it mean for you to be making the, the debut this week uh, in, in Shandor's 50th, no less? I'm sure that's a big honour for you. Uh, against uh, St. George at Wollongong? <laughs> Probably not. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, um, it's pretty important to me. Um, it's something I've always dreamed of as a kid and to, um, and to do it for the Melbourne Storm, who's, who's such a great club with great history, um, is definitely pretty special. And then have also got Shandor's 50th, which he's been raving on, about all week, saying the week's all about him this week and not about anyone else. 
Ah, uh, great one. That's your first uh, opportunity there and you've wasted it. Good one. Uh, Billy Walters, it's great to hear that your dream has always been to play in my 50th game, so that's a great start. Um, people have been tossing up that uh, you are the greatest player to debut since Phil Dennis. Now, I'm not sure of the reference there. Phil Dennis, the most capped Queensland Cup player. Uh, are you second or third behind him for the most caps in Queensland Cup? Just give us a rundown. Oh, mate, I don't know if you should bring Phil Dennis into this. He's a, he's a Queensland Cup legend, mate. <laughs> Well, but, so are you, apparently. Oh, I'm not allowed to buy my t- my time in Queensland Cup, mate. I'm just learning my trade, making sure I'm ready for when the opportunity comes. Nothing wrong with that. No, you've done well, Billy. Uh, mate, we just want to get a we've we've been updated about your uh, eating issues. Um, has been that's been covered extensively. What will your pre-game meal be? Oh, I'll just be. Uh, I know it's a tough one. Obviously, just a bit of, a bit of out every source in the world. And probably a bit of. Probably a bit of plain chicken and a bit of plain pasta and separate bowls and just dig into that, I reckon. <laughs> what? Yuck. That's, he doesn't eat sauce or dressing. Think about what that does to you. Yeah, that's that's hey, great to hear, Bill. There's too much fats and sugars in sauce, mate. It's just not good for your body. So. Yeah, do they have fats and sugars at McDonald's? Because yeah. you seem to enjoy that quite regularly. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's McDonald's? <laughs> Cooper, over to you. Your house, mate. Hey, um, look, Bill, we have targeted you a fair bit on this show. You know, that's because you're, you know, you're a great character in the team. You know, we do respect you a lot. But something that you do do quite often is you have got the Queensland boys on a bit of a string because you do often threaten them with the chance of not getting selected due to your father's <laughs> power, authority figure, as we might say. So, you know, can you, is there anything you want to say on that topic? Can you defend yourself? Oh, with great power comes great responsibility. You know, I'm just trying to keep the Queensland <laughs> the boys The Spider-Man quote? You know? <laughs> Make sure they stay grounded on the, and, and ready for origin, you know. Don't take it for granted. A hey, uh, little serious question, Bill. Yeah, this is actually serious. I'm not just setting you up to get uh, absolutely smashed. But your old man, you know, was a legend at the Bronx. Did you ever want to play for the Broncos as a kid, or do you, do you always want to play for the Storm? Uh, I, yeah, I did actually grow up always wanting to play for the Broncos, and that's probably still a dream, maybe one day. But um, oh, Wow, that's a scoop. I think... Uh, I think um, watching the big three, when they came into Origin, and just the way they dominated both Origin and NRL, that Storm kind of became a, a second favourite team. And then over the last couple of years, obviously, coming down here and playing at East, where we were a feeder to them, I think um, just grew my want to play for them a little bit more. So, yeah, I think if anyone would have been the Broncos or Storm, I would have wanted to, to debut with. Because you, you were playing in Brisbane. Did they ever give you a little call, mate, or...? They didn't actually, so I, I kind of think of They're myself lost. as uh, the Cameron Smith bracket, you know, where one that went got through the slipped through the cracks. Yeah, you know? Keep telling yourself that, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Billy. Uh, I, I think that uh, the, the Broncos were mad not to have given your dad the job as uh, Broncos coach, and they were mad not to take you uh, as well. So don't worry, they've got form in that area, mate. Uh, can yeah. I just go back though? Does your does does Kevin Walters, your father, know that you've been threatening <laughs> Queensland players? <laughs> To be dropped if they don't do as you ask or do as you require at training. Is he is he aware of this racket that you've got going? I don't think so, and I hope he doesn't find out. Actually, cause it's quite a quite a healthy power to have before he knocks it on the head. I think. <laughs> uh, what kind of advice do you do, do you get, and do you go to to your dad for advice when it comes to footy, or is it just he stays out of it and you you just operate him in amongst what the coaches are, are telling you at the storm? And Craig Bellamy, of course, was. Uh, Kev was one of his assistants, so he'd know Bellamy quite well. What, how do you roll there? Yeah, I think um, when, when I was 
not Simon Storm. He, he was really helpful. He'd, he'd always help me after he'd watch my games and, and try and give me pointers. But he knows about the system down here. He knows how good the coaches are. So I think he doesn't want to get in the way of that. And he just he just tells me to soak up everything that I can down here. And um, so far, it seems to be working. Like a sponge. Billy, on a like serious a note, uh, mate, I wish you all the best. It's going to be a pleasure to play with you. Just for Sam, he'll be watching. Um, some little takeaways, Sam, things that you can look out for mm. in terms of Billy Walters, Kevin son, Blistering pace, unbelievable speed. Uh, <laughs> loves a 40-20. Loves hello. a 40 A huge hitter, big hitter. Will come out of the line and shoulder charge. So just a couple of things that are common things for Billy's game that you can wow. look out for, yeah. So those are the three hashtags that I should be uh, looking out for. Pretty much, mate. And you should be disappointed if you don't see any of those. But, uh, <laughs> oh, you're mate, setting it up for failure. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a pleasure to play It'll with you, Billy, on Thursday. Congratulations. <laughs> Mate. Thank you. Congratulations to you too, Shendall. Actually, I've got a, a T-Bone of the Week nomination. All Go right. for it. Fire away. Just give us a text, mate. Yeah, so Dump Shendall him. Earl, actually, is my uh, nomination. Oh, surprise, surprise. So, he, obviously, everyone knows it's his 50th game this week. He definitely knew that the whole week, as he's been telling me every day the game's about him. But he actually failed to mention it to his girlfriend, who <laughs> had no idea. And when his girlfriend called him out on it, he pretended like he didn't know it was his 50th and <laughs> it snuck up on him. No way. Well, That's not true. That's not true. Steph is an avid listener. Uh, that is not true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is Steph, not true. I wouldn't lie. I, wouldn't I was lie. so focused on the debutantes, these young players that have been under my wing and come through the system. It's a lie. And, you know, it just, yeah. I know the my first truth. Thing he said I know to me my truth. This week was congratulations that you get to make your debut in my fiftieth game, and that was on. <laughs> I think that was Saturday morning. You text me. <laughs> that is a great T Bone of the Week nomination, Billy Walters, and it's been a long time coming because you have. Cop- <laughs> I think you are the clubhouse leader of nominations at the moment, mate. So uh, good on you for getting one back over these two clowns, uh, mate. Congratulations on the debut this week. Um, good luck, and we'll speak to you again soon on the Storm Hour. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Cheers, Billy. See you later, Bill. Never again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you brushed him just like that. I love it. Billy can't come at me now. We've already dumped him. <laughs> Kick him while he's, as he's leaving so he can't get out. See you, mate. 1-300-736-736. The T-Bone of the Week nominations will come up next. We've got double passes to give away to the Melbourne Storm's next home game against the Sharks next Saturday. Cameron Smith's 400th. You don't want to miss that. You need to get amongst it. So your T-Bone of the Week nomination, one 736 736 before we go to the break, though, Cooper Johns, I've got on the rundown here, and I'm not un- really uh, sure why, but we've been told to clear some space because you've got a, mar- a movie review that you'd like to do. Uh, I see it on the sheet as well. I did not request this. Just yes, for those you that- did, No, mate. I didn't. Yes, you did. Each week, you- we ask... We have an affiliation with Village Cinemas. Each week, he texts Munners after the movie and goes, no. Munners, this is my rating. I give it, you know, four out of five. It's, it's embarrassing. Four popcorns out of five. Exactly. Okay. He sends no, the popcorn did. emojis. But oh, while we're doing that, while we are on the topic of Village Cinemas, great cinema as well, Village. Like, you're doing a really good job, Unbelievable. So many options. Honestly, like popcorn, connoisseurs, everything's so good. Well this, done, Village this Cinemas. This certainly isn't on our rundown. <laughs> and honestly, you, you can find a Village Cinemas such as the one at Crown, Glenn Waverley century. No, it's almost kidding. like you're reading this <laughs> on oh, the script, um, which I don't have. Hey, so next, you are going to do a movie review. Yeah, next. Do next. Are we doing it, it now? We're we doing it next. next on the other side of the break. Oh, yeah, Ali, you it up to me. You're I thought going straight away. No, if you did not want to wear it, I'll give you a chance to write a couple of dot points. Uh, what movie yeah. are you reviewing, by the way? Toy Story. Toy Story 4. Wow. Uh, stick around. Don't go anywhere. A Toy Story 4 review by Cooper Johns coming up next. We are the storm from Melbourne, town will blow the others off the ground. We are the storm and we're number one.
on SEN. This is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Time for your T-Bone of the Week nominations, one 736 736 Shandor Earl, Cooper Johns, it is time for T-Bone of the Week. I was just keeping an eye on the judiciary too because uh, George Burgess is up at the judiciary and so is uh, Tarek Sims. Uh, Burgess facing a dangerous contact charge and uh, Tarek is challenging a suspension that could rule him out of State of Origin 3. It, it got me across an article before we get your T-Bones of the Week that I read a couple of years ago about Tarek Sims's pre-game ritual, which is quite intense and quite extraordinary. Do you guys have anything that you've got as a set routine before you play? I used to be really bad. I used to have like a heap of, call it not so much ritual, but superstitions. These days are just like good recovery and try and prepare as best I can. I used to have to wear like undies was the biggest one. I had this set pair of undies that I had to wear every game to the point where I forgot them one day. My mate had to come through. I was playing the Dragons actually, Cogra Oval, hand them through the fence just as before we ran ran out for warm-up. Had to grab them, put them on and play like so the superstitions back in the day were running wild. But no. Uh, You've no, told us that before, haven't you? Yeah, have yeah. I? Yeah, right. Yeah, you have. Probably told you personally. We are mates. Off yeah, air. we are. Believe it or not, we are actually friends. We do talk other than when yeah. we come to But ours, for us, it's getting ready for a big game. For you, Sammy, um, you know, a big experience. What's your ritual for, say, um, one of your Tinder dates? Do you have a ritual? Um, oh, I like to turn up. Uh, well, that's a good yeah. start. <laughs> I always like to turn up. If I say that I'm going to be somewhere, I'll, I'll make sure that I'm there. I've gone more – I've gravitated more to Bumble, uh, I've got to say, right. now, mm. because Tinder – I think I'm a bit old for Tinder. I don't think okay. it's Good, another my one for speed. Uh, I think Bumble's more where it's at for me. Yep. Um, so normally the routine is that you chat for a bit and you might exchange phone numbers and then you'll um, organise to meet somewhere mm. and right. um, and somewhere. just have a coffee and talk. Uh, yeah. You just um, chat. Another one for you too, Hinge. Hinge. Oh, yeah. That's, is that the one where you've got to be friends with – you've got to have mutual friends on Facebook – is it? Oh, yeah. I don't, oh, I'm not too sure about that. But, you know, get on yeah. it. Send me. If you're looking for love, hinge. I think love's looking for me, to be honest. Hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't think love's going to find you. Is love, is love blind? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. I hope so. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Now, this uh, pregame ritual of Tarek Sims, I won't even go through what he does the day before because he's got to eat all the same food, all in the same order, all at the, the same time of day. When he wakes up, this is where it gets a bit weird. These are his words. I always put my left sock on, my right sock on, left shoe, then right shoe. Then I'm at my door and on the way to the ground. I have a high-altitude mask I wear while I'm driving to the ground. Can you imagine stopping at a set of lights? This altitude mask basically looks like a Hannibal Lecter mask. Yeah, Bane. Yeah, like a Bane setup. Can you imagine just sitting at the lights and you look across and there's like a six-foot-three, heavily tattooed, massive human being in a Bane mask? He would actually look like Bane. He's built like Bane. Yeah, he'd be sitting down, so there'd be nowhere to determine his height. Mm. Well, you'd be able to see that he's a big unit. <laughs> no, he's a muscular figure. Where is the Batman? <laughs> uh, when he gets to the field, he'll be usually the first or second to arrive. He has a cold shower or use the plunge pool filled with ice. That's straight away getting there. Mm. It wakes up his muscles, and then he watches the under-20s run around for 15 minutes. Goes back into the shed, lays all his gear out. From his locker, socks on top of each other, shorts folded up, boots on the floor, mouth guard has toothpaste in it. Wow. Oh. What? Sips two different Gatorades before putting on his clothes, which is when the coach calls the meeting 20 minutes before warm-up. He has a bike that sits next to his locker. 
He taps the heels of his boots on the ground twice and then stamps them on the floor twice. Holy. He ties his shoelaces in a bow, then three knots on top. Wow. He wraps the tape around his left boot twice and right boot twice. The last step is the mouth guard. It has toothpaste in it. It's a little trick someone taught him over the years to stop your mouth guard from tasting foul. He'll always wear a training shirt to warm up, and when he comes off the final piece before he runs out is the jersey. That means he's ready to rumble. What? Is that is there, is there GST in that or what? No, nah, that sounds real, but that's 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 not going back to that superstition. That's too much. Mm. One thing goes astray there, and you're rattled. I reckon. Yeah, I don't like that. You know what I mean? Like all the it seems. Yeah, there's no toothpaste. Oh, it's you know. Yeah, it's, it's, everything. I can't go out. That's what I mean. I just like to get my strapping done. Like the same thing. I go ankle strapped first, then I come back, get the shoulder strap, and then that's it. I just yeah. like to do that order of strapping. I don't think read into it too much. Mm. That's a, that's one hell of a pregame routine. Wow. Yeah. That's that's intense. Mm. Hey, before we do T-Bone of the Week uh, nominations, uh, you've been really keen all show, Cooper yeah. Johns, to do a movie review. And I thought, oh, I wonder what he's going <laughs> to wonder what he's gonna go with here. Is this an Oscar-nominated uh, piece that we might be getting through, like a period drama or um, is it the new close. Spider-Man film? Very close. No? You're going to do a movie review of what, please? Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4. Okay. Off you go. Take it off. Well, I wish I had the audio of that You've Got a Friend in Me song, but I don't. It would have been perfect. Can you sing a little bit of it? You got a friend in me. Hmm. Interesting. The auto tune in (laughs) here. So, anyway, you know, me and Curtis, me and Curtis Scott went to watch this the other day, and, um, you know, we like to fancy ourselves as a couple of butchy blokes. You know, we don't like to display our feelings too much, but Toy Story 4 really got to us. Really got to us both, especially Curtis. There were a few tears at the end of Curtis. But such a simple concept of your toys coming to life, you know, and nobody would have thought it would have made its way into, you know, village cinemas and our hearts. Genius. And, it, you know, it did. And it didn't just <laughs> made our way into village cinemas and our hearts. That'll be on the poster. It did. So it was very exciting. You know, a lot of, you know, it's a roller coaster. You're going up, you're going down, you're on all fours, you're crying. You know, it's it's very good. So we loved it. Maybe just stay in your seat. Um <laughs> But, but Sorry, that's I've, not a movie review. Let me just put that's, my shirt back on. That's just a and, – and I applaud you, by the way, for, for being so open with your emotions, but I've learnt nothing about the film, Shandor Review. No, we, neither. It's, not, it's nice to hear that you had an emotional experience, but <laughs> – That's great. Can we get the narrative? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to display the – What's the do movie you about? Know? It's about Toy Story. It's not the Game of Thrones season finale. It's like give us a bit of a oh. rundown. Um, the toys come to life. Thanks. Thanks <laughs> No, the the girl. Um, Surely Buzz and Woody they re- the reunite and they're you know. They're... Sorry, the girl that is the kid, the kid. Who the, 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 <laughs> the, the toys, the toys. Did you even watch it? I did watch it. I did watch it. Have I just you can't seen remember. One, two, and three. I have seen one, two, and three. Oh, okay. Sorry, like one of the, the girls grow up and then, like you know, they're not needed anymore. That's the yeah. If this movie know. doesn't sell, the movie producer is going to be sitting there, the hierarchy saying, "Why aren't we getting tickets to this?" Mm. Then they'll they hear this review the and go, "Ah, that makes sense. No one's going." Yeah, Let's be honest. The head of Warner Brothers, they're probably listening to the show. Yeah, we're doing big things. Who is the head of? Sorry, man. I don't think Warner Brothers got anything to do. With sorry, it. Warner. Pixar. Is that Dave Warner? Pixel. Pixel. Is that Dave Pixar. Warner? Sorry, Not Dave Warner. Dave Warner has nothing to do with it. <laughs> is that the Warner Brothers? Dave no. Warner. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Uh, all right, well, then I'm going to get T-Bone of the Week um, nominations going straight away, and mine is you, Cooper Johns, for the worst movie oh. review I've ever heard. I've learnt nothing about that film. You've Go just watch said- it then. <laughs> well, now everyone wants to know what – see, Go everyone watch- wants to watch it, mate. So you know what that tells me? Go watch uh, it then. 
That's a that's a T bone that's been created in the last ten seconds. That that tells me that you came unprepared. Mm. You know, once a ton of time, you used to print out the run sheets for the boys. Now Never. you've got now you've got uh, the producers in and uh, the guys behind the desk doing it. So it's just a just a bit of a hmm, interesting. Okay, well, I'm glad that I'm getting a lesson in preparation. Could you um, take me through your T-Bone of the Week no nomination, please? I've got two, uh, uh-huh. one subcategory and one main one, and it's uh, the great Kevin's son, Billy Walters. Ooh. <laughs> now, down in Adelaide, there are, there, I don't know if you've heard of them. I came across them in my America trip. Yeah, I travel. I've been around the world. Uh, they're called Ride <laughs> Scooters. Now, in America, they're called Lime, but in Adelaide, they have them. They're called Ride. So basically how it works is you get the app on your phone, you scan in, mm-hmm. you can cruise around for a set price per minute. Yeah, good fun. Yeah, that's a rundown just for next time for your next movie review, champ. Uh, so <laughs> oh, with champion. uh with the, got with the scooter, we're cruising around, and you know the boys are the boys are together. We've got a bit of a scooter gang going through the through the streets. Uh, everyone's got their helmet on, and we notice that uh, Billy is coming down the main road. He doesn't have his helmet on. He's also got two chocolate bars from the local convenience store. Now, dabbling in a few desserts pre-game is a normal thing, but if you're not playing, probably best you steer away from the chocolate bars, especially mm-hmm. at uh, Billy Walter Skinfolds. Especially? Anyway, especially. He's coming down, and he's been pulled over by police for not wearing a helmet for the ride scooter <laughs> and just got away with being issued a fine. He's pulled the storm cut. First of all, he tried to tell them he's Kevin Walter's son. <laughs> Had no effect. We're in Adelaide. They yeah. don't know anything about rugby league. No. Nah. But then he's told them he's with the storm. It's the first time He's used it. He's got away with it. So you're a T-bone, mate. Lay off the chocolate bars. And secondly, uh, I want to do a public service. Do you know what he should have said? He actually should have said that he was Kerrod Walter's nephew because of the Adelaide Rams and didn't Kerrod play for the Rams? Yeah, again, I don't think the 25-year-old copper knows the Adelaide Rams. (laughs) He could have got away with it there. Uh, Sub one, just a public service announcement. Uh, Curtis Scott is looking uh, thriving and on the way to growing a mullet. Uh, I'm saying no, not a fan of it. Uh, he thinks he's doing great things of a weekend. I'm not a fan. I say cut it down, let it go. You're a T-bone. Billy mm. Curtis, pen drop. Are you in any like position to be bagging someone out about their hair? Are you serious, mate? This is a look. Mate. Long hair. How many options do I have? Didn't Down. say it was a good look. Just yeah. said it was a look. Hey, hey, hey. Let's look. not throw stones. <laughs> hey, okay. I, this is not a choice being bald. Yeah, that's that right. I've got options. I've got options. And look what you've gone with. Hair down, behind the ears, bun. <laughs> Different bun, uh, top bun. You know, there's so many options. So many buns to choose from. I'm trying to think of more looks, but braided. Yeah, braided. Oh. Pigtails, ponytail. Have you got a T-Bone of the Week nomination? Is it uh, Chandor after that comment? Well, you know, it's close. I've got a couple. Starting with you, Samuel. Me? Yeah. You know, I just actually wrote this one up because you come at me. So quickly. <laughs> I uh, just went the time quickly. Yeah, um, I've called you. We called you today. We call when we get out the front. Sammy, come, can you come get us? When I've called Sam today... It's been directed through to an assistant. Mm. I don't know if wow. Sam is getting a big head or I don't know what he's doing at the moment. Are you living off our ratings? Honestly, is that what's it, happening here? You're being promoted like, off our ratings, mm, I feel. That's what if I was living like. off your ratings, I'd be going hungry. You'd be hungry. Uh, <laughs> well, it looks like you've been promoted. <laughs> yeah, well, and this manager said, oh, sorry, I'll just direct you through to Sammy. And for me to have to be directed through to two people, Please that's hold. disgusting. That's held, and you know what the song was when I got put on hold? You're the voice. Wow, that's John great. Actually, that's awesome. It was yeah. actually pretty that cool. That should be Australia's be national anthem, but by the you way. Know, it was, was a massive that. letdown when he picked up because it just got to the chorus and I was very disappointed. <laughs> anyway, and my <laughs> other one was Nico Hines. He ordered his steak. He had a porterhouse steak today and he ordered it blue at dinner. 
You're a T-bone. Wow. Oh, he's a porterhouse, which mm. is how we got into this whole that's T-bone right. situation. Mm. Oh, that's the a, intro. Oh. That's a nice little bow to wrap around mm. this, boys. Hey, George Burgess, nine-week suspension for the eye gouge on Robbie Farrow. That is a big hit. That's almost season done, if my maths is correct. Uh, nine-game suspension for George Burgess, so he will miss... I reckon that's the rest of the season, isn't yeah, it? Around pretty, 16, pretty, um, pretty close. Pretty boring topic to finish there, Sammy. This isn't the Gary and Tim show, so uh, don't do that again. You're going to get thrown off this station if you have a go. At <laughs> We're never getting go thrown breakfast. off. You will. You can't stop. We have you no boundaries. absolutely will. Hey, we've got to get out of here. That's the Storm Hour for another week. Uh, Melbourne Storm, there's only one rugby league team in town. Support the club that supports our city. Get four Melbourne Storm home games for just $99. Call 1300 Storms now and be Melbourne proud. Sean, Shandor Earl, Cooper Johns, the lawyers, lawyers will convene. And if they think we've got through unscathed, then we'll be back again next week. Thank you, boys. See you next week to go through my stats. Nicely done. Good luck in your debut. And we will speak to you, Cooper, about your State of Origin under-20s debut next week. Hey, Sporting Capital up next. BP going to join us. There's some massive Australian games about to get underway at the All England Club. So that'll be up next. Sporting Capital, SEN.